You're listening to The Brian and Gina Show, the official podcast of L.A. Magazine. Here are your hosts, Brian and Gina. Hello and welcome to The Brian and Gina Show, the official podcast of Los Angeles Magazine. I'm Brian Bishop. I'm Gina Grad. And we come to you today from sunny Southern California for Ugh. once in a while. Uh, ironic that we have a weatherman meteorologist as our guest today to explain what's happening, what's going on, uh, atmospheric rivers, pineapple expresses, El Ninos, all of the Los Ninos, I guess you would say, uh, all those things that I don't know, heads or tails. He will hopefully explain them to us. But uh, as it stands at uh, a recording time, Gina, all I see is blue sky. Blue skies. It was not like that overnight, though. And I can tell you that firsthand. And I know that we're not done with the wet weather. So I'm so glad he's coming on and he's going to hold our hand through all of this. Thank goodness. Now, you have had a lot of excitement. First of all, you're under the weather. Thank you for powering through. Oh, my pleasure. I'm a hero. I hear in your voice uh, the excitement yeah. to be talking to me, uh, but uh, the big news you were sitting on the uh, sitting in on the Woody Show on ninety eight point seven today and tomorrow is it? Uh, actually, it was the last two days, or should okay. I say two nights? Um, I can't decide if it was third shift or first shift. I feel like it was third and a half shift. Okay, um, but it was a wild ride, and it was. Well, what does that mean? What time did you start? Well, the first night. We'll call it what it was. The first night, I set my alarm for 2 a.m. Oh, my. I got there at 3 a.m. The next night, I slept in because I was like, you know, you don't do that twice. So I slept in until 3 and got there at 4, which was actually much more bearable. Uh, But live from 5 to 10, about thereabouts, and uh, had a blast. Like had an absolute blast. Excuse for me. People, for people, sorry, for people outside the area, the Woody Show is a very popular morning radio show here in Los Angeles. It's FM on ninety eight point seven, uh, which is an FM station. And uh, Gina was how this how this come about? Oh, honey, I have to interrupt you because for people outside the area, I assure you, they're quite familiar. It's syndicated oh. in thirty markets. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize markets, that. Including a couple in our neighbors to the north, Canada. Um, so yeah. Wait, all, La, 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 La that's right. La Canada, <laughs> Flint Ridge down the street. Um, but that's the funny thing because whenever you think about syndicated and what that means, of course, is that, uh, not of course, because some people don't know, that you can, that it's broadcast in different markets, different cities around the country. And it's you oh, when you think of it, you think of it logically like, well, I live in New York and L.A. picked up my show, which is funny because they're getting it three hours later. Now, try spinning that on its head and saying we got to get up bright and early because <laughs> we have to be rising and shining for the East Coast markets who yeah. are three hours ahead of us. The, the West to East syndication is tricky. Yeah. So really, I mean, hats off to that whole crew. They're amazing. Uh, long story short, their co-host, Revy, Ravy, was out of town for a couple of days. So Woody asked me to, you know, just fill the chair and, and have fun with them. And it was just, it was a blast. Oh, he nice. actually asked about you. He sends his love. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Cause we met him on the same evening. Indeed. Indeed. I, I honestly wasn't surprised to hear that he remembers me. I mean, you stand out obviously for obvious Thank reasons. You very much. Well, as I was leaving, he was like, oh, da, da, da. I was like, yeah, he's like, uh, how's Brian? Brian's good. Yeah. He's doing good. Yeah. He's good. Okay, well, uh, tell me, say hi. Sound of screeching tires, yeah. 
um, yeah, he asked about you. So, uh, God, it was probably, it was, I think it was during the pandemic. So like three years ago, two years ago. I don't remember. I really, I, I remember him coming in. I remember if we were we in the were, studio. We were not. We were doing, and excuse me, this really just came on strong like in the last hour, my little stuffiness. But um, we were doing the jam in the van, which was an yes, outdoor event yes, during yes, yes. Oh, that and, was right down the street from me. From you, yes. Not from me, from you. <laughs> and uh, he was a guest and we had so much fun. And we just kind of like loosely stayed in contact. Hey, how are you? Whatever. And he just invited me to, you know, fill a chair. And we had a blast. Um, I mean, morning radio, as you know, is fun. It's great. Sure. Yeah, I, I will tell you the jam, the van shows that we did at that little... uh I don't know, the little house, the little office, the like club, that little backyard. Cottage, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, I'm going to, I, I can map it, but I'm going to say it's 1.3 miles away from my house <sighs> uh, and probably took me 18 minutes to drive there. The traffic is just outrageous. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember I can only imagine anything. what it was like for you. Yeah, anything in that area is tough stuff. But that's that's where we all met. And so, but because because karma is sweet that drive for me that night was horrible but you know what was not horrible living What's four that? minutes away from where woody records oh really so, yeah so granted it's technically the middle of the night for most of us and it was pouring in fact it was like a horror movie oh that was the that was the hardest rain was like right there at like two in the morning oh yeah that's when i'm in the car i freak out because i start hearing like ah and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm trying to drive and I'm hydroplaning. Thank you, phone, for letting me know that we're in a flash flood warning while I'm trying to navigate a flash flood. Yeah. So that was terrifying. But once you get there, everyone's, you know, they're, 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 their studio is so much nicer than anything you and I have ever recorded out of. Really? Oh, I mean, even in the old KLSX studio, which you had a nice studio. It's just, I mean, state of the art, beautiful. Um, there's so much fun. Everyone is so nice. easygoing, so likable. Well, maybe we just, I'll get invited down there someday to check it out. Who knows? Fingers crossed. Dare to dream. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I was hoping, I mean, not hoping, I was like, oh, maybe there'll be a guest because as you can probably imagine, there's a lot of crossover from guests that they have and guests that we've had in the past. So like, sure. they're always talking about Joe Coy and, you know, they're friends with Bert Kreischer, you know, just all the comics. So, but there were no guests for, for huh? two days. We just kind of chopped it up and talked about crazy things. And, you know, I danced like a little puppet with impressions because, you know, I love doing that. And, you know, just just had fun. It's just, I forgot how much fun it is. I mean, I you know, I'd been doing news radio and, you know, it's been a while since it's been. The impressions stick out. I mean, they're, they're kind of like not appropriate, but you power through. Thank you. For news I, radio. <laughs> I even warned them when they asked for Gwen Stefani that I said, this is hard on the ear. Yeah. So back it's off. It's good that you set expectations. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to lie to these people. I don't know them. We're not going to start out on that foot. Uh, but it was so much fun just to just to do an old school, and I wouldn't even call it a zoo, but just an old school morning radio show, fun topics, ridiculous games. I mean, that is, that's that's fun. That's why I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So thank cool. you. Big thank you to The Woody Show. 
Every show is these days, it seems like there exists a podcast version for people who are outside the area and they want to catch up. I assume they can download or listen. A hundred percent. Thank you for asking. It is, what's today's date? So the uh, you just go to the Woody Show or wherever you listen to podcasts. Mine's on Spotify, uh, Apple, whatever. And the February 20th show and the February 5th. I haven't slept in 48 hours. February 21st are the two shows uh, that I'm on, but you should listen to all of them because they're it's a fantastic morning show. There but if you, you want to hear mine, it's February 20th and February 21st. Happy February, everyone. I probably mentioned earlier. <laughs> Is it earlier a leap February? That's right. It's a leap February. <laughs> so I literally, literally in the last couple hours, just, oh, there, I took a little video of, uh, you know, just so you could see the studio and, really fun. And, and I mean, yeah, Woody's just, I mean, the salt of the earth, you know, it's like for an, just a hardcore famous, you know, nationally famous radio dude, you always have to like, be like, oh, is this going to be prickly? Right. Not even remotely prickly. Dare I say oh, cuddly. Nice. Oh, yeah. how about that? I mean, I don't think he would like that. I was going to say, don't burst the uh, bubble on the persona. Just a really nice guy and a nice group. Um, so, yeah, it was a blast. Great. Was good, great. good. I'm glad. I, I'm going to download and listen to those. Sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, very cool. Otherwise, I don't know about you. Pretty quiet weekend around uh, the Bishop household. It was uh, raining the entire time, so we didn't really get much in. Uh, but I do have... What I discovered, well, I, I discovered, turns out is a popular pizza place. But Ooh. in L.A., delivery pizza, you can go to get like Bianco's or Moza or something. And it's sure. high end and sit down, you know, borderline gourmet pizza. Yeah. But in terms of delivery, they're, they're, it's not, isn't it? Um, if I'm being kind, I would say uh, L.A., uh, the culinary town, is like a great basketball player with a lot of passes to the game. Uh, that said, pizza, maybe not one of them. You know, pizza is to LA, maybe what free throw shooting was to Shaq. Like ah. not, not, not the strongest part of an otherwise. Not, not you know, what he's known hall, for. Not an otherwise hall of fame, uh, caliber player, maybe not a strongest suit. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd have to agree. There's a couple of, you know, good, decent places, but it's not, we're not known for it. Yeah. It's not what you put on the, uh, on the sizzle reel. That right. said, uh, you know, we decided uh, let's order in pizza on this rainy night over the weekend. And I did my move, which I recommend to everyone, which is, yes, I do use Yelp. I go to an area, a, a, a region, a, ge a geographic area, whatever I do my search, but then here's the key. Change the change the uh, filter the the sort, change it from recommended, which is the default, and that's basically Yelp saying, "Hey, here's the people who pay us to right. uh, recommend." Right. Change it from recommend to uh, to rating, and then you'll get the actual like highest rated whatever right. in the area. So uh, looked in the ratings, and the highest rated pizza place was called Fat Tomato. I'd never heard of Fat Tomato Pizza, but and I know you see it exists in your former town of uh, your former neighborhood of Koreatown. Uh, yep. There's one there. There's one in Long Beach, one in Harbor City, one in uh, Hermosa. That cut up and down the South Bay area uh -huh. and new newly opened here on the West Side at like Olympic and. Uh, I don't know, a gateway or something. It's on Olympic Boulevard here in LA or in West LA. So we decided to give it a shot. 
pizza took longer than we thought it would to get to our place because of the traffic and the weather yeah, and whatever. That. that said, even with the pizza being a little less than like piping hot fresh, uh-huh. it was really good. One of the best delivery pizzas I've had in town. Um, Christy and I were both kind of like, this is really good. We got a cheese pizza for, for Tessa and a loaded pizza for me and Christy. Nice. Uh, both were good, enjoyed both. I uh, We estimated, I don't know for a fact, I've not interviewed these people, but I estimate that uh, they use a, a, a higher-end mozzarella, maybe more Ooh. salt, because the, the pizza really pops. And I was very uh, pleased with our selection and happy to recommend Fat Tomatoes to anyone who, uh, who's out there. Here's how you know they're good. Their website sucks. It does. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. That's that's funny. And yeah, they have a couple locations all over LA and in Seattle, if you're up there. So uh-huh. yes, I've had fat tomato, I think once or twice back in my other life when I lived on the east side, like you said. And I do remember it being really good. So I'm glad you had a good experience. Yeah, so nice pizza recommendation for everyone, especially in the South Bay, uh, Harbor City area, San Pedro, I think there's one, or if you're up here on the West Side, or Koreatown. I, I guess they got most most areas covered. That is awesome. There's always, I always feel bad. Like, are you supposed to order in, in a torrential downpour? Like, is that mean to the driver? Or are they like, well, I mean, who else is going to do it? Well, also, I mean, like... Uh, uh, ironically, make hay while the sun shines. Right. Like, yeah, this is our prime time, baby. Yeah, surge pricing. It's like feeling bad for getting into an Uber at two a.m. It's like, no, this is the best. That's when the bars close. That's no, when they're making the money. You're absolutely right. We did brave the rain one night to go somewhere special. Uh, I don't know if you'll remember this, but remember back on one of our many holiday party stories where. We went to Muso and Frank's, and one of the white elephant gifts was a one hundred dollar oh, gift card yes. to Muso and Frank's. Yes, yes. We cashed that bad boy oh, in on Saturday. Nice. One of the best white elephant gifts you can come away with. It was awesome. Thank God they forgot their gift and had to run to the host stand and uh, and uh, go get something. It was awesome, delicious. Uh, just to pay it off, I, I was, you know, was yeah. this your first time interrupt? Your first time there, not exchanging gifts. No, I've been there, I think, twice before, and okay. it is just, it's just solid. It's iconic. And for, yeah, really- for us, I the area people, it's an iconic, legendary restaurant, Hollywood, uh, legacy restaurant. Yeah. Well, this is the one that was featured in uh, Once Upon a Time Hollywood, yes? I, I would not be surprised. I'm um, pretty sure. Yeah, it's it was. I think it's from 1919, so it's been around over 100 years. It's like an Italian like steakhouse, it's fantastic. We oh, I did get in trouble though because I've been there. Like I said, I've been there a handful of times, but I never noticed in one of the main dining rooms there's a counter that people are sitting at. I just I never noticed. Really? I took a picture of it. Yeah, this is where I, I saw. Hear- this is where I saw we Christy and I saw Nick Cage uh, last time we were there. Okay, that makes more sense because I nearly had my phone smacked out of my hand by somebody who worked there. And I was like, ah, what? what? Uh, you, no pictures of the guests. Oh. And I looked at the counter. I was like, am I missing somebody? Is there somebody famous? I should be, huh? Just Do we not? I said, yeah, I, I've been here before. I just never noticed the counter. No, 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 no pictures of the guests. Oh, okay. Well, that's All cool. Right. Anyway. Keep so me I had a- membership private. Exactly. I felt like I was at Chateau Marmont again. So we went into the dining room and I told you that their 
fettuccine Alfredo is supposed to be the greatest fettuccine Alfredo outside of Italy. That the, the the lore has it that I can't remember whoever I said it was the two you know silver screen actor and actress. Oh uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, Douglas Fairbanks or something. Exactly, like one of them. And uh, Clark they Gable, went, who knows? Ex- I think it actually was Douglas Fairbanks. The, the name sounds familiar, but I <laughs> keep going. So I derailed your story. So on the menu it says like they were on their honeymoon in Italy, and uh, you know Chef Alfredo made this pasta they freaked out they begged for you know for the recipe and the the chef said no and then remember the story's like they came back with some like golden spoons and forks like traded it for the recipe sure sure so they brought this to the chef at Musso and Frank's a million years ago and he apparently you know the the story goes recreated it exactly the same and I said well I gotta know because fettuccine is fettuccine fettuccine oh my god I, I even have a picture of it in case you're not familiar with what oh, it looks like. Oh, look at that. I We had to get it. We we shared it. And so it was, was it everything that's cracked up to me? It's, yes. And it's hard to explain. It's, yes. Okay, fine. It's noodles and cream and whatever. Mary Pickford and Douglas Fairbanks. It was Douglas Fairbanks. Son Ryan, of a you're bitch. Genius. I really just grabbed that out of nowhere. <laughs> this fettuccine is so silky and so rich and unlike what I was expecting, had a bit of a tang. Interesting. So I don't know if it was like lemon juice or like extra sharp Parmesan. The milk was curdled. That's probably it. But it was so silky and delicious and rich, but with a little bit of a little bite, little tang to it. It was absolutely gorgeous is the only way to describe it. It was worth trying. You think you had it because you had the Olive Garden? Please. I've been there twice. I've never ventured for the uh, fettuccine Alfredo. Oh, just do it. Or like get one for the table. It's, you know, a couple bites each. Yeah, and yeah. It is okay. so worth it. That's the only uh, reason I remember it was established in 1919 because it says it on the bowls. Yeah, um, you can't forget. So I highly recommend it. It was like, I don't know, 26, 28 bucks and we split it. And uh, it was an absolute thing of beauty. Then speaking of splitting, the next picture we couldn't decide between the ribeye and the filet, so we each got one and shared. Oh, split nice. Half. Look at you. It was just so juicy and smoky and tender and old school. I can't, I don't know yeah. how else to explain it. You described it. it now. You described it well. My my experience there, the couple of times I've been, has been you're not going there for the food. Like, again, if it's, you know, if it's the basketball player, this is not you know, what you put on the scouting report is a strength. That said, it's enjoyable and it's satisfying to a certain degree. Oh yeah, I mean the steak was fantastic. It's oh, you know it's not your typical steakhouse. You know we've talked steak on this show many times, but this was delicious and you know cut like butter, um, and just yeah, just juicy and and just exactly what you'd want it to be, exactly what you'd expect. And uh, it was it was. It was a great little date night out. It was our post Valentine's evening, you know, dinner, and and we had a great time. I wonder if they saw you two walk in and said, "There's the new Douglas Fairbanks and Mary Pickford," and they gave you guys the uh, choice cuts. I I think you're probably right. And the guy smacked the phone out of my hand because he thought my hand was somebody else's, and they were trying to take a picture of us. Do you remember my experience with? Uh, 
Nicolas Cage, my experience being he walked past my table and I was like, oh, there's Nicolas Cage. And he walked past and Christy had a good view. It was like, yeah, that's definitely him. And uh, someone, someone, a patron of some sort, I'm not going to say drunkenly because I don't know for a fact this man was drunk. I just know that somebody very familiarly saddled up into his booth and like oh, was cutting him up and eventually got, got the boot for management. They were like, sir, right. can you please just turn to your tail? That's right. And that, and and that I'm totally getting to play sense. by play from Christy, by the way. He's like, oh my God. Oh my God. He's sitting down. Oh my God. He's still talking. <laughs> and that's when you are supposed to volunteer as the quote unquote image. And then she looks like she's taking a picture of you, but she's taking a picture of Nicolas Cage. That's the move. Yeah, that's, that would have been a smart move. But I... But we I, follow the rules, Gina. Yeah, that's not really my thing. But it was absolutely scrumdiddlyumptious, as Willy Wonka would say. And it was uh, it was such a great evening out because we don't, you know, we're not we're not bishops. We don't go out every night of the week. But well, God, we were, that's Hollywood Boulevard, man. That's a destination. I know. Well, it it is we Hollywood, were, right? Is it Hollywood? Yeah, or Hollywood Boulevard. Huh. Home in time for Dateline. I mean, it was it was per- it, wah, perfection. <laughs> it's a perfect night. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> I think we actually ended up uh, finishing up. No, because that was Sunday. We we finished the latest season of True Detective, which I wish oh. you watched so we could talk about it. Um, and then started over with the old uh, Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey one, because we're creatures of habit. Nice. Did you did either you go for the uh, the classic yet oddly small martini? We're not martini people. In fact, it's funny. I usually, I'm not a big drinker for no reason that I'm just, it's not my thing. And I think my husband feels weird sometimes ordering a cocktail if I'm not. So this is the move. It's so funny. I, with total confidence and exhilaration, they, oh, can I offer you the cocktail? A Diet Coke, please. And then Andy goes, oh yeah, make that too. Immediately. I think knows no matter where we are, they know for a fact we are in the program, and they stop the flask. They no, they they think we are twelve recovering. Yeah, sure. And they the cocktail menu is whisked off the table, and it's never spoken of again. Oh my! Don't even give them the opportunity. Well, no, I just I knew I wasn't drinking. I guess Andy didn't feel like it, and so suddenly we're you know we're friends, Bill, and then it's it. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, no problem, no problem. That's interesting because when I walk in, they hand me two menus, one for my left hand, one for my right. <laughs> I'm like, sir, we'll, we'll be right with you. We're going to get the wheel around here. As much as I love a fountain drink, and that is the best kind, they do give you your own tiny little bottle of Diet Coke, which is very classy oh. with like a, like an old school like malt shop straw and a lime. Sure. So even that they make better than it needs to be. But we also, God, Vinny listens to the show. He constantly reminds me. Uh, yes, we had the fettuccine. We're putting life into living, Vinny. Um, Andy also had to order the scallop potatoes. Sure. I never understood, truly, I'm not making this up. I never understood what people meant by like, oh, that's rich. That's too rich. Like, oh, what yeah, does that it's, mean? Like, it's, does it's, that, uh, yeah. does that mean delicious? What does that mean? Rich? Yeah. I always think of rich as, yeah, very creamy, very uh, big, a bit, literally a big mouthfeel. Uh, rich is um, uh, saucy, creamy, um, a lot of flavor. Heavy, perhaps. Like, it, what if it's chocolate? Like chocolate cake? Can you say that's too rich? 
Yeah, like uh, whatever it is, whether it's sweet or savory or or what, like if it's scalloped potatoes and it's cheesy, or if it's uh, the 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 seven layer chocolate cake and it's sweet, it's got a uh, an extra oomph to it. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's sweet and then some, or it's yeah cheesy and then some. Okay, because when people say something's too rich, and I think I have the scale to prove it. I never really understood. Like, is that, does that mean we're supposed to stop or what? I mean, it's great. It is great. Rich. Yeah. Keep it that, coming. Yeah. So the scallop potatoes, I finally believe I know what people mean by that is rich, mm. um, dense, very dairy based. <laughs> I would, I would venture to say 14 sticks of butter in our little tiny skillet and um, a half a wheel of cheese. Nice. Um, my mouth loved it. My stomach was like, Hold on. We got something to say. Jews aren't supposed to do this. They're supposed to have this much lactose. Yeah. But, oh, it was delicious. You converted that night, whether you like it or not. That's true. I was like, I can't hang with this, like, cheese curd-loving Minnesota boy that I married. I am going to be ill. But it was so good. That's Is that a side dish or does that come with a meal? What is that? It was ordered special. Okay. Really good. But it, hey, listen, in for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah. Exactly. So it was, that was our, that was our big night out. Exciting. Yeah. Ours was a big night in with the, uh, with the, uh, the fat tomato. I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was, like I said, that salty mozzarella where you're like, oh, they're like, we've been doing enough. Actually, that was the other thing we did over the weekend. We went to a kid's birthday party, like a eight year old, I guess. Yeah. And so there was Pizza Hut, I guess it was. Uh, and yeah. we've been doing enough. I'm sure you have too. Oh, enough yeah. kids parties over the last seven and a half years that there have been a lot of um, Domino's and Fresh Brothers Indeed. and oh, Indeed. what have you served. And all that pizza ends up tasting more or less the same. You know, it's kind of saucy and, and ironically spicy. saucy and dry at the same time. Yes, yes. But Absolutely. This was, this was not that. It was a very cheesy right amount of salt, thin crust. I don't mean oh. thin like no crust like some people do. It had the smallest of crusts. It was, it was great. I love that. Yeah. And we're actually going to a child's birthday party uh, in a couple days at a, at not like a nice pizza place, like, you know, wear your suit, but like a non-chain. So I respect the parents for at least doing it a non-chain. Oh, that's nice. No organ yeah. playing in the, in the background. I wish. Yeah. No, I, I don't think there's, there's nary a claw machine to be found. Oh, No. Yeah. So yeah, people, and we've, we've talked about this so much through the years, but I'm glad you mentioned the cheese because the dough is usually the thing that's brought up right? and the cheese makes a difference too. In fact, I, I was said, Oh, nothing, uh, a little glass bottle of balsamic vinaigrette from Italy. Oh, nothing. And, um, I've been really going hard with the little mozzarella balls and cherry tomatoes and that, and some oil. And it gives you that same vibe Without going, oh God, I just blew all my Weight Watchers points. Is it the reduced balsamic vinegar where it's real thick and like syrupy, or is it just no, regular balsamic? Not, that's not my thing. Like the glaze. Oh, really? oh, well, a little, I will say a little goes a long way. Like a few drops of the, it's like, uh, it's like vanilla extract. It's like a yeah. few drops and you're fine. Yeah. And the kid loves it. A little flaky salt and some pepper and off to the races. Perfect. So oh, should we talk? Glad. Should we talk weather with somebody who actually understands weather? 
Yes, let's please do that. Uh, coming up next, hold on, I have it right here. Yes, uh, Jonathan Novak from Fox 11, Gina Grad's own Fox 11, will join <laughs> us uh, just a second. Welcome back to the show, and let's welcome Jonathan Novak from Fox 11 uh, News, uh, weatherman, meteorologist. What do you prefer to be known as, Jonathan? Um, weather, weather God would be good. Yeah, with that. can do. No, uh, meteorologist is good. Yeah, we can uh, we can stick with just meteorologist or um, weather dude. Some some yeah. people call me. They used if to call weather- me Doppler. Oh, yeah. If weather God is an option, we have uh, some requests slash bones to pick with you. Uh, let's not go with that then. Okay. Let's, <laughs> and look I at him sitting outside in a blue sky. He's oh. really soaking it in. He like runs on photosynthesis. I know. Can you believe the change today? It's beautiful outside. But I'm with you. I blame I blame myself in some ways. But uh, <laughs> but it's just been an insane season. And um, you know, every day that we get, it's like this right now. It feels like it's just. I mean, it's been almost. It's been really traumatic. Yeah. And so days like this are. Uh, you know, this afternoon the storm has moved on, and it just feels like we're back in Southern California finally, where we should be with the sunshine. Um, and uh, thankfully for a few days, because you know what, right. we got more rain on the way. It looks like what the hell is going on, Jonathan? Yeah, this is the desert, man, with Gibbs. I know. Um, at the very least, uh, El Nino is um, a big part of what's happening. You know, statistically, we can look at that and we can say um, that this is what would not, well, maybe not this, but a wetter season would be what you would expect. Um, so there's that. However, actually, you know what's interesting about that? Do you guys want to know a little? Uh, I want to know all about this. Let's start at square one, if I may. So people, though, I don't, I don't know any of this. El Nino is a mystery to me. People say it's only it's an El Nino year. I'm like, oh, great, so lots of rain. Well, no, it could be a dry El Nino. So what what is El Nino? What does that mean? What could, what what do, what do you expect? When that and, and how does that differ from a La Nina? Sure, um, El Nino is a, a warming. Uh, abnormal warming or an anomalously warm, uh, warm uh, sea surface temperatures around the, equ- the equator, the equatorial ocean, uh, the Pacific Ocean is warmer than normal. And that warm sea surface, that warm water changes the larger scale, what we call synoptic scale atmospheric patterns. And that, what that results in is different um, uh, in terms of the seasonal rainfall and temperatures, different parts of the country, different parts of the world, but different parts of our country uh, see an impact. And so normally from an El Nino, uh, we would get a wetter than normal season. And uh, in an La Nina would be the opposite, cooler than normal uh, equatorial Pacific waters, and we would get a drier than normal season. However, there's a little caveat in there where when we have historically gotten three La Ninas in a row, followed by a strong El Nino, which has happened a few times. We have never gotten a wetter than normal season. It's been the opposite. And so this year is, and not to complicate it, like with, you know, they call it a triple dip La Nina. Oh, delicious. Uh, I love Super Bowl party. <laughs> yeah, with chocolate <laughs> sauce on it. Yeah, I don't come up with this stuff, but uh, <laughs> um, that's a, it's an interesting name. Uh, but that's what we're in this year. It's, it's technically it's it's called a triple dip La Nina, and uh, or El Nino after a triple dip La Nina uh, pattern. 
Um, we normally wouldn't have a wet season, but we, for the first time, looking back about, you know, three or four times in the last 80 years when we've had this uh, pattern, uh, this is the first time we've had a wetter than normal season. Now, that said, there's also a very warm northern Pacific Ocean, and that is abnormal as well. And nobody really knows how that has factored in the past. It's, it's not a typical thing. And so these factors are sort of, um, they're a little bit more of a question mark uh, in the overall grand scheme of things. But El Nino, for sure, we know we would get a wetter than normal season, but this is definitely, uh, you know, obviously above and beyond. Um, and we've had the surf in December. You guys remember that? Oh, that was obviously. insane. It was insane. And then now that's been a constant feature of, of pretty much since then. We've had, when these systems have come through one after another, we've had surf, high surf advisories or warnings, plus the coastal flood advisories for the overflowing, uh, you know, the tidal overflow. And this storm was no different. We just didn't hear more about that because it was the rain and the mudslides that were kind of taking center stage. And that's, so, that's always the, the fear after the rain. Now we're worried about the mudslides. Now these, you know, right. it, it's everywhere from, you know, blocking parts of cold water so we can't get over the hill to these multi, and this is the stuff that makes the national news, multi, multi-million dollar properties that are teetering on a cliff. Right. I mean, those houses that you've seen that are just half of the house or not, maybe not half, but I mean, they're, it's hanging off the yeah. edge of the cliff. And they, you know, we've heard that, well, it's stable for now. And then the rain comes through. And of course, the problem is that we have a lot of the area that is um, susceptible to mudslides, to landslides. Uh, mudslides are just a type of a landslide. Um, and we're, we're especially those south facing slopes because of all the rain we've already right. had. And don't forget, we had um, we had uh, Tropical Storm Hillary come through. And that sort of set the stage. We we were out of a drought before December. Yeah, we, we were celebrating. Need, yeah, we were already good to go. We didn't need rain in that regard. We didn't need it. And so um, here comes two, three atmospheric, depending on how you look at it, multiple atmospheric rivers, uh, these storm systems. Essentially, what happened was, think of it like the person on the side of the road, you know, when, when in those movies or in a scene or in real life, if you're unlucky, you know, the person on the side of the road and the car is coming down the road and drives right through the puddle and they get soaked. Yep. So we're the person on the side of the road and it's instead of the puddle, it's the atmospheric river. And instead of a car, it's these huge, it's like a train coming down the street and is just constantly um, just sending that water up these storm systems, taking all that deep moisture that's coming in from the, sub, the subtropical moisture from the southwest and just dumping it right down on us, standing there with nowhere to go. And um, it's been a really bad scenario. And unfortunately, it's just been repeating. And, you know, that's the atmosphere is like, if you think of it like a, like a rope and you go like that, the, the, the sort of ripples or the waves and the, the troughs and ridges you would see in that rope would be essentially how the atmosphere kind of moves. And so uh, right now we've been getting these big uh, troughs, these big dips in the atmosphere, carrying in, sucking in, pulling in all that deep subtropical moisture. That's the atmospheric river. And um, these systems are coming right down and just picking it up and dumping it. And they're stalling out, which is also a very 
frustrating thing, but um, it's a very unfortunate thing because it's been about as bad as it could be each storm that's come through uh, that uh, this is so far the season. Jeez. So wait, define, as you mentioned before, define that atmospheric river. Not define it, but explain it to a dullard like me. Um, sure. Well, it's essentially, again, you think of the atmosphere is it's it's uh it's like the jet the jet stream these mm-hmm. really strong winds in the upper levels of the atmosphere think of winds like that they're a little bit you know lower down in the atmosphere but they're pulling in all this deep subtropical moisture so they're basically pulling in moisture from the southwest from around hawaii you know from uh the subtropics and so that's basically um that's essentially what's happening is you get this big dip in the atmosphere digging down that far south, far south enough that it taps into that moisture and yanks it right up. And you can see it on satellite imagery. You can see it where it's just this channel of clouds pulling in, coming in from the southwest. And what's happened with us is that's come in, which would normally, you know, it's, it's, it happens. It's, it's something that happens. It's, um, it's not like this is the first year or last year was the first year. Right. But it's, this, it's the repeated pattern. And it's also that the storms have stalled out in a place where that atmospheric river is right over Southern California. And so the first, um, with the storm that came in, you know, before this one, we had about, um, about a day or so where it just, it hardly moved. And this storm system, we had about 13 hours where it was over Santa Barbara, Ventura and Western LA counties. And then the next 13, there was a break. And then the next 13 hours, it was over Eastern LA County and the Inland Empire. If you remember yesterday, they were getting hammered in the Inland Empire. And so um, so these uh, so this atmospheric river is is a huge culprit in why we're seeing so much rain. But the thing that's bringing it here, this big trough, this big dip in the atmosphere is also half the half blame. Again, not me to blame. (laughs) Blame is uh, is is the other half of the equation because it's not moving. And so it pulls in all this moisture and it doesn't go anywhere. Finally, today, that trough or that system, that uh, big area of low pressure, it finally pushed through um, overnight into this morning. And now we see we have this beautiful weather. But the, the trough is not really going anywhere. I mean, it's going to dig back. Yeah, it's going to dig back in. And by Monday, we have another chance of rain, albeit not a big chance of rain. And, um, and, but it's still, it's not going to take much more. Um, you know what? My dog just got out. Oh, oh, go. We'll filibuster. Well, you go, yeah, go, seriously. go. You get the doggy. Um, go. Go. Okay. Go. I'm sorry. No, no that's okay. Right. We'll digest. Yeah, we, we, we have things to <laughs> so, I'm sitting here. I'm like, what is she doing? <laughs> go. She's an escape artist. Go, go, go. Okay. They're all oh escape artists. Well, right yeah, he'll be right the back. dog, for God's sake. <laughs> he, he's oh. too polite. He's watching the dog, you know, run you down know, the street. You know, the dog's been cooped up too long with the rain. It's like, blue skies, I'm out of here. Exactly. Like that horse that was, uh, that was galloping down a, a Philly highway the other day, just going, why not? And I also, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Jonathan can attest to this from, we, we've all heard that Mammoth is getting, you know, Mammoth is doing great, you know, tons of fresh powder, like 10 inches. Everybody, you know, everybody's happy up there. What, what, what kind of doggy are we talking about, Jonathan? Oh, it's a pity. My dog, Winnie. Oh, oh look dog. at that sweet pity. Oh, that's a big girl. That's the kind of girl that you know she's sweet and no one else does, and that's the best combination. 
Yeah, we just there was a story that ran about these dogs that attacked yeah. the owner, and it's, yeah, that was sorry, yeah. um, and it's hard to hear that. Uh, it's hard to hear that because here's the thing with with this breed, um, they can the, you know pit bulls can be they can be vicious dogs, but if you notice, they're also they can be the sweetest dogs in the world. They're like the empaths of the dog. They're world. very sweet. Yeah. And they, and they pick up on their owner's um, energy or whatever the owner wants them to be. So if the owner is like, for instance, my dog is neurotic, stressed out. Uh, so, but if the owner wants their dog to be, a, you know, a fighting dog or a, you know an aggressive dog, then that can happen with this breed. They're very malleable, but they can be. The, they all are. The, my dog is the sweetest dog in the world. She's also an escape artist, and she just got out the door. I've never had that happen before. Wow. But go figure. Well, I've never personally, you know, anecdotally, never knew uh, a pit bull or a Rottweiler to be anything but a big teddy bear. But also, I'm not Same trying to breed them to fight each other. That's right. what I'm, that's what I'm, there's people, why don't, you know, and people do that, Horrible. and it's, it's just, it's evil. And it's, uh, and these dogs have, they have no say, and they don't, you know, they have no say where they end up. They have no say in, in um, the, who they end up with, and it's it's sad, and it's really sad because they're just so innocent, and then these people turn them into um, something that they they're not meant to yeah. be, something that that they don't they're not. It's abuse. It's straight oh, up abuse, and it's, it's very upsetting. So yeah, it's, yeah, it was a horrible story, and of course they well not of course because I don't know how it works, but just to to round out that sad story they did have to put all, well they chose to put all the dogs down because you know oh. who are you going to adopt it to once it's killed somebody so it's, yeah a horrible story but you have a sweet little angel obviously great she's very she's very sweet yes so if so you're, you're, oh, Queenie, by the way. well i was just gonna oh, say nice. you know if we could just pick your brain for another minute because it's not every day we get to talk to a, a real we don't do weather bunny anymore right you're not a weather bunny a weather bunny. Yeah, remember that? That, that like was a... the old term. Like, oh, the weather bunny. <laughs> that... No, I'm not a weather bunny. I was going to say, I should have um, predated you. <laughs> yeah, it was, was that like, like uh, I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. That's, no, that's you know, not me. We don't say stewardess anymore. We don't say weather bunny. And I think, you know what? I say good riddance to both of those phrases. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. I was saying that, you know, obviously places like Mammoth and Big Bear and all the ski places love it. You know, they, love they get it. the fresh powder. But it feels like just yesterday that 90 percent of those people are trapped in their houses. Yeah, they're, the amount of snow. So Snow Valley got. They reported 80 to 90 plus inches of snow Whoa. is the last system. And they normally get 89 in a in a in a year oh my god um and and i'm trying to think of uh uh what was there was a yeah that's no that was there was this that was the statistic and so this this go around um the snowfall was not as bad but you know what the rain wasn't actually as much as last time either so this wasn't as bad of a system but it didn't need to be um this was a really uh it was like an insult to injury um that this system came through because that last one was 10 to 15 inches in many air widespread woodland yeah. hills saw almost 15 inches of rain and this system was eight or nine inches in some of the western counties um but four five six inches uh, in many many places wow. but the snowfall this time was not was not as much but yeah, it's been piling up, and the resorts love it if people can get there to use their slopes. Right, if their roofs I mean, don't collapse. If their roofs don't collapse, if their cars aren't completely covered right. in snow or washed out on the side of the road somewhere, um, yeah. 
It's been, it's, it's really, I mean, it's the gamut. And then you've got the coastal areas oh. and there's all this erosion. We haven't really heard too much about it, but there's going to be plenty of uh, this um, uh, coastal beach erosion, especially you get to Santa Barbara County, but also Western uh, Ventura County, um, the West facing, because these systems, when they come in, so if you think about um, these areas of low pressure, the winds go counterclockwise. So on the south end of these systems, kind of think about that, we're getting that westerly wind. Oh. And you get, so those westerly winds coming around the, around the system, one system after another, push all the water repeatedly and uh, push it eastward. And so that's why when you hear there's a, co- there's a high surf advisory or there's a coastal flood advisory for west northwest facing beaches that's why because of the systems that uh and the direction of the wind flow around areas of low pressure pushing the water toward the coastline um it's called it's basically a long fetch or a long for a long stretch of time and distance and so uh that's been happening a lot this whole season because we've had so many storm systems moving through the atmosphere more than normal through the pacific and even ones that haven't affected us um will still bring in the surf which is what happened in December. Well, and that's when well. Ellen and Oprah chime in and say it's going through our backyard. <laughs> yeah, and then they ask you, and they ask you to pitch in, and I'm like, wait a minute, something's not right about that picture. Is it Oprah is it wants me to pitch day? in? Yeah. And Jonathan, yeah, as long as we have time, right. in, in sixty seconds or so, what exactly is a Pineapple Express, and how does that affect what we've been dealing with? And not just a strain of indica either. <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah, I was preparing for. The- I was preparing for today and I watched the movie and I was like, wait a minute. I don't think it's not helping. Is it? Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, good movie. Yeah. Uh, essentially it's the, it's the atmospheric river. Um, it's the same thing basically, but it's just, it's referring to the source of that subtropical moisture uh, being around Hawaii. And it's a reference to, to that as far as the pineapple express. Um, that's the, the reference. So it's an atmospheric um, the, river that starts in Hawaii. Yeah. It's yeah. Essentially that's essentially it's the, the, yeah, that's basically what you could, that would sum it up, I think. So. And can you please just clear up one more thing that we all learned on TikTok and I want to make sure that it's right before I continue telling everyone. Yeah. If you want to do a break dance uh, or the the spin, you're going to, you really got to put your hips. That's not Thank you. That's what I want. The guy's a pro. I know. Well, I know we have to go, but I have to, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you because we all learned uh, sometime last year in the last year or two, what it really means when, you know, the rest of us know now, I think when it says, you know, uh, 48% chance of rain. And we've all grown up thinking that means there's a 48% chance that it will rain. Nay, nay. On TikTok, a meteorologist told us that that means 48% of that area has a 100% chance of rain. You're shaking your head no? No. I don't know why. No, it's not. That's not. That's not. That's why we say that's why there are percentages um, for different areas. You'll you'll hear me say, um, you know, we have uh, an 80% chance of rain. The bulk of that chance is going to be in the western counties. Um, so that, that basically that's saying that in, if you're in Santa Barbara County or Ventura County, you have the high, the, the bulk of that chance is going to be for you. So you have a better chance there. It's not, it's not like, um, 40% chance of the area. No, oh. I don't know who that was, but, uh, was well, yeah, I know what's, you know, was he breakdancing while he did, while he Obviously said it though? She was doing the worm. So I could have maybe misheard her. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay, thank you for busting that myth. And thank you so much yeah, for spending time with us. 
Sure thing, yeah. Just by the way, it's called POP, probability mm. of precipitation. Um, and so it's for a specific area. It's for the area. It's That would mean that, that that's the chance that that area gets rained. It was a seven-year-old named Caden, so we probably should have guessed right away that it was uh, <laughs> not legit. But here we are. So, yeah, so it is the thing we thought it was, and we're not as smart as we think we are. I think that that's probably... No, you're very smart. You're, you are smart. Thank now you we are. very smart. All right, thanks, Jonathan. We appreciate you, man. Hopefully talk to you again Thank soon. Thank you for having me. Sounds good. Take it easy, Bye. Guys. Bye. All right, before we don't leave, before we go, Gina, tell the people, Alex, Tommy. Well, here's the thing. I feel naked and underdressed because I wanted to put on my finest jewelry to talk to Jonathan. I had to power through anyway. But if I had it my way, obviously I would have put on my Alex Nani jewelry like this. Hey, everybody. What's up? It's Gina Grad. And when you're searching for the perfect piece of jewelry, it can be hard to find a brand you trust. Alex and Ani has been creating meaningful jewelry for over 20 years, designing pieces that connect you with all of life's important moments. With an emphasis on value, there is truly something for everyone. They've recently launched their everyday collection, I could not love it more. These pieces are made from stainless steel and an advanced water-resistant plating method that doesn't tarnish. It has the look of real gold. It's beautiful. I love these pieces because they feel so classic, but they have so much versatility. Alex and Ani are also featuring some gorgeous pieces that I have right here, like Black Lotus, this gorgeous Black Lotus charm necklace, and their Stay Wild pendant, and their Wings of Protection necklace that have a classic and vintage feel. See that? And of course, you can't forget their signature bangle bracelets, which I'm also wearing. And I have a lot of their stuff. I have the numerology bracelets. I have the hula dancer to commemorate a meaningful trip I took to Hawaii. From classic to bold statement pieces, Alex and Ani makes it easy to sprinkle your personality into each piece or make a truly meaningful gift for someone you care about. Meanwhile, you can take comfort in knowing that you're shopping with a socially conscious brand. As Alex and Ani has donated over six $60 million to nonprofits worldwide, connecting fashion and philanthropy in an easy, fun, affordable way. Right now, Alex and Ani is offering our audience 20% off. So check their gorgeous collection out at alexandani.com and use the promo code MIDAS, that's M-E-I-D-A-S, at alexandani.com. Use that promo code at checkout for 20% off your order. Come and get something beautiful. So yeah, I just felt a little... Little underdressed, but I'm sure Jonathan won't hold it against me. Oh, it's a little oh no! As long as you're here, man. I'm sorry. Where do people find you? Where can they follow you? Where can they? Uh, oh, enjoy your content. Uh, Instagram mainly is is my thing. Uh, Jonathan Novak is my name, just like that. N O V A C K. Um, and I don't know. Uh, I'll post it up. Oh, I don't know if I have. I don't have it on Instagram. But I think. You, I sent it up to your producer. I don't know if you have it, but I, I wanted to show you guys that I do everything I can to really like. To, to try to, because you mentioned at the beginning, it's my fault. Yeah. Well, I do try to fight, you know, this, this, uh, mother nature, mother nature. Yeah. And, and there was, I don't know if he has it or not, but maybe later or whenever it is, uh, me, I try to like with tropical storm Hillary, I really, um, I don't know if it's good, if we have the show art for today. Oh, you will. Okay, great. You'll see that. Yeah. So I really try to get out there and, and take these, uh, these storms oh, on. Thanks. Thank You're you. Work, man. Thank you. Yeah, not all heroes it's, wear capes. Sometimes they wear ties, and we appreciate you. Ponchos and slippers. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes they have a pit bull, a sweet little pit bull. Yes, yeah, so she was just about to escape oh, again. But go. I, oh, jeez. 
All right. <laughs> Go get her. We'll, we'll say goodbye to everyone. See y'all next time on the Brian and Gina Show. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Brian and Gina Show. To get in touch with the hosts or buy their books, hit them up at, at @baldbrian and at Gina Grad on Twitter and Instagram, or by email at podcasts at lamag.com. To get connected with LA Magazine, hit them up at, at @lamag on Twitter and Instagram. Talk soon.